Welcome to DNA of a Dangerous Church. Get ready for powerful and practical insight on how to let the supernatural power of God loose in your life. Join your host and anointed guests for a crash course of equipping to release God's mighty authority, healing, prophecy, leadership, spiritual warfare, and evangelism. And now, your host, international speaker, author, revivalist, and prophetic voice, Pastor Ren Shuffman. Amen. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome, Kenya. Welcome, Africa. Welcome, Chandler, Oklahoma. Welcome, my friends from Tulsa, North Carolina, all you guys joining us. Let me jump into this. So just keep sharing out as you're jumping on here. Share this out because I believe that this is going to be a very encouraging quick word. But the question I want to ask you is this. The question today I want to ask you is this. How do we see God's face? You know, all of us want an encounter with the Lord that love the Lord. All of us that believe that God still moves, breathes, speaks, and acts want to encounter his love, want to encounter his presence, his power. And sometimes we just don't know. We ask the Lord for questions or we have questions and we ask the Lord, we inquire of the Lord. And sometimes we're just not even sure how to hear his voice, how to hear what he has to say, let alone see him. There are moments in our life where we are in defeat, where we are in retreat, or we are being pushed back and we just don't know where God is. How many times in our life we said, God, I know you're good, but where are you? I don't know where you are. You know, David felt a lot like that. King David felt much like that many times. Where are you, O Lord? How long will you sit and watch my enemies devour me? How long will you sit before you do something about this? David never questioned whether or not God was going to act. What happened was, is he was always questioning how long, Lord, how long? Maybe you're feeling like that this afternoon. Maybe you're feeling like, Lord, how long till I see you move in this situation? How long till I see your face in that situation? And as I was reading, and I say reading, let me give you guys a reading tip. If you don't have a lot of time to read the Bible, try doing what I did. One of those things is a lot of times I'm torn. I have nine acres of property and I have to keep it up. My wife's out of town for three weeks. Maybe you guys have caught my videos talking about each day when my wife is out of town and the new things I'm discovering. I hope you're enjoying those. But uh, with her out of town, there's a lot more for me to have to keep up with. So there's all this mowing. Lord, do I read the Bible or do I mow? I can't walk in the backyard. I can't walk out in the fields. I got to mow, but I need to read. So what I've done is I started putting in my headphones and just playing the Bible app on my phone and listening to the word of God. And there's been so much truth that has just poured into my spirit from just listening. So if you don't have a lot of time to sit down and just read, can I just recommend get some headphones, play the Bible app, play the Bible and just listen to the word of God. Many of you guys will listen to worship music, but I want to encourage you just listen to the word of God. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. And so that's going to be pivotal to what we're talking about. So as I was listening to the word of God earlier, uh, Psalms 11 was playing and I listened to about 12 Psalms by the time I was done mowing and Psalms 11 was playing. And in verse seven of 11, it says this for Adonai is righteous. He loves justice. The righteous will see his face or your translation may say the upright will see his face. And that caught me, Lord, I want to see your face. The upright will see your face. The righteous will see your face. And this came flooding over me as the Lord had a conversation with me about what it looks like to be righteous. Lord, I want 
want to be righteous so that I can see your face. I don't want my own unrighteousness to muddy the waters between you and I. I don't want my own right unrighteousness to muddy the veil between us where I can no longer see through to you. How many guys understand that we are veiled between heaven and earth and that, that sometimes our own unrighteousness muddies that veil that stops us from being able to see through to you? Don't you just find it amazing and glorious that God covers us with his righteousness? The word of God tells us that when God looks at us, he sees the righteousness of his son, not our own righteousness, which is what? Filthy as rags. So how is it that we can have righteousness so that we can see the face of God? Well, the scriptures tell us how that comes to pass. So let me give you a nugget on how you can have the righteousness of God in your life so that you can see the face of God. The Bible is clear in Hebrews where it tells us that it was counted to righteousness to Abraham, not because of his good works, not because of his obedience. He had good works and he had obedience, but the reason that he had works and the reason that he had obedience, the reason why he did what was right was because it was counted to him to righteousness because he had faith. Faith is what got him righteousness. We read that we are not bound by the law of the covenant of Moses, but rather the law of faith. There is a law to faith. And faith produces righteousness. Righteousness produces the face of God in our life. And without it, we cannot see his face. God cannot expose his face to unrighteousness. He must clean us first. In fact, we read about that in Moses. When God went up the mountain and said, God, I want to see your face. Before that process ever happened where Moses was encountering God. Now, God wouldn't show his whole face. He had to cover his face and guard it. There had to be a veil between his face and Moses. But sometimes that veil seems more like a thick wall, doesn't it? And the way we can see his face through the veil, Moses encountered uh, God face to face in the tabernacle, but it said the smoke filled the temple. So there was a veil between God's face where Moses could see God's face, but it was veiled to protect him from the full weight and power and measure of God's face. But here's what happened is before that ever happened, God met the Israelites in the desert and he told Moses, get the people clean, prepare them for three days, let them be cleaned so that I can encounter them. There is a cleaning process that we must go through for God to encounter us and we can see his face. But here's what the New Testament tells us is because Jesus has come and been the clean one. Behold, the one that comes that touches the unclean and makes them clean. See, our God doesn't get unclean from touching the unclean. The unclean become clean. Amen. And so God touches the unclean and he makes us clean. Through Jesus, he becomes our righteousness and faith in him makes us righteous. It was counted to Abraham as righteousness because of his faith. So the law of faith is at work that when we come and enter God. Enter God's presence with faith. We can see him. The word of God says this. It's the kindness that draws a man to repentance. It's the kindness of God, excuse me, that draws a man to repentance. It's the fear of the Lord that will keep you in repentance. But it's the faith in God that will get you counted as righteous. So we have to first believe that he's good so we can come to repentance, to accepting Jesus, to coming into relationship with this God who's good. Second, it's necessary for us to have a revelation that he is the God of all creation. And there should be a holy reverence that comes over us, a holy fear that comes over us that allows us to stay in repentance. And then there must be counted to us faith. There must be an increase of faith if we want to see his faith. Now, uh, face. Now you see, here's what's important is that faith 
will get you to works. Works will not get you to faith. Faith without works is dead, which means if there's no works, there's not really any faith. It's not that if you have works, you'll get faith. It's that if you have faith, there'll be works to produce out of that. So Moses was, I mean, excuse me, Abraham was counted as righteous because of his faith, which caused him to walk in obedience. And it walked, walked, he walked in good works because of his faith. Are you faithful today? Has God made you faithful today? If you want to see his face today, then you need to increase your faith today. That's what needs to happen. You need to trust God, believe God, and have a supernatural increase of faith in your life. And how do you do that? Faith comes by what? hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you dive into the word, when you get wrapped up in the word, then you're going to see his face. Here's the truth. You cannot separate his word from his face. His word brings faith. His faith brings his face. You want his presence to be, uh, pouring out of you, then make sure what's pouring out of you is the word of God. Make sure, not not just the word. I, I don't mean scholarly because here's where we get it wrong. And I'll, I'll talk about this on Sunday. We get scholarly word confused with the real word of God. The real word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword, able to pierce to bone and marrow. The real word of God sets the captives free. If somebody is preaching the word of God and nobody's getting free, that's not the word of God. There's no weight to their word. There's no glory in their speech. There has to be the spirit in their speech. There has to be supernatural in that speech. If they don't carry the weight, then it's a form of godliness denying the power within. Amen. So I believe that today, if you want to see the faith face of God, then you need to have faith of man. You need to increase your faith today. You need to level up your faith and stop doubting and wondering. See, David didn't doubt whether God was good. He just wondered when God would show up. See, I think that's an honest question. God, how long? Not that will you do it? Oh, God, I trust you. I know you'll do it. Though my enemies devour me, though my enemies surround me, though they chase me into a cave. This is what David said in the Psalms. I, I can't imagine some of these Psalms being sung. I really can't. For the music director to the tune of the, of the death of the son, a Psalm of David. Huh. In Psalm 9, I will sing your praise. And I will praise your name. When the enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you. You rebuked the nations. You destroyed the wicked, blotting out their names forever and ever. You rebuke the nations. You destroy the wicked and you blot out their names forever. Like, how do you sing that? How do you sing that? Hallelujah. But God, Lord, David was met with a question of not whether you are good, not whether you will do it, but when. So God, I trust you today. I believe you, God, that you are increasing our faith, Father, supernaturally. You are moving us in a direction to see increased faith in this season. I believe in this season, we're going to see his face more. Now, someone might say, okay, well, that's just intellectual nonsense and garbly goop, Pastor Ren. What does that mean to see his face? Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. If you see me, you see the father. Does anybody see Jesus in you when they look at you? Have you revealed Jesus to anybody? Are, are the, is the power of God flowing out of your life or supernatural wonder is happening when you begin to release the name of Jesus anywhere? See, we're meant to be one with the Lord. So when someone looks at you, they should see the face of Jesus and they should see the face of God. You might be the only Jesus someone sees today. 
So when you represent him as power flowing out of you, the power to heal, the power to set free, the power to break holds and strongholds and chains off of people, to set the captives free. Luke 4, 18. Spirit of the Lord is upon me to set the captives free, to proclaim the good news of the gospel. Hallelujah. To bind up the brokenhearted. God, I don't know how many people on here are brokenhearted and they're just asking themselves one question. Lord, when? When will you move? When will you do something about this problem? When will you take care of these enemies that have come against me? See, mankind in the New Testament, God has reunited the world. He has covered us with his righteousness. He has sent his son's blood. His son has paid the price for us. He has died on a cross and resurrected from the dead to pay the penalty of sin, held death in the grave so that we don't have to experience the punishment of what was due to us. So our enemy is not other men. It's not flesh and blood, but powers and principalities and rulers of darkness. The demonic forces of hell. God, how long until you destroy their works? How long will I suffer? How long? I don't mind suffering, Lord. I just want to know how long because I know that you're good and your goodness will come from it. How long? Well, the Lord says this for some of you that ends right now. Hallelujah. So if you have been suffering with that, if you've been saying to yourself, Lord, how long? How long till you move? Just type in the in the question, say, I receive it. I receive it. How long, Lord? How long will men come against me? Women come against me. Ministers come against me. Friends come against me. Family come against me. How long, Lord? How long will I suffer for your namesake? How long will every time I try to step out and do something by obedience, the devil shows up? Right now, I decree and declare this, that there is more power in your pinky as a believer in Christ than all of hell. That's Chris Kildozier. So right now, I believe that God wants to empower you and equip you to set you free in the name of Jesus and give you life-shifting breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. Some of you might need healing today. Some of you might need emotional healing. Some of you might need courage and strength. I really feel like there's courage and strength on this broadcast right now. And God wants to give you that courage and strength. Will you share this broadcast? Will you hit the share button? Share it to someone because someone needs courage and strength today. And I'm going to release that in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I know I came on at a random time very quickly today, but I felt the Lord all over it. And let me just say this. If all you ever do is try to take courage and strength for yourself, you will find yourself in a place of a desert in a dry desert. See, I didn't come on here to get courage and strength from you. I came on to release it to you. And here's the truth. Men and women of God need it as well. When the Lord gave me this Psalm, the upright will see his face. All of a sudden, God put the spirit of intercessory prayer all over my heart. And I began to pray for some of my friends right now. My wife and son are at global awakening, Randy Clark's ministry for three weeks at their GSI, their global summer intensive, supernatural intensive, I think. Um, and they're there for three weeks. And, uh, my friend, Trisha Frost is actually teaching today. Uh, and my, one of my spiritual dads, Dan Mooney, uh, amazing man runs that. 
And I just had this overwhelming sense to begin to pray for them. And, and my heart was burdened that there needed to be supernatural increase and overflow over those students today. And I just prayed for an overflow to happen over my friends who are teaching and running that school today and over my family who's attending that school. So I got my friends running it, my, my family attending it and just believing and interceding for more and for breakthrough and for power. And my heart was longing, just pressing in, believing God was going to pour out more. So I'm telling you right now, look, when you don't have enough faith for yourself, get around powerful men and women of God who have faith for you. Borrow some of their faith. If you need faith today, borrow some of my faith. I'll give you faith. See, that's what that's what Jesus said happened when the woman with the issue of blood touched him. Your faith has made you whole. She brought her own faith, but there's plenty of times where Jesus lent his faith to those people. I'm telling you right now that God wants to touch you radically. If you don't have faith for God to touch you, let me just quickly tell you a couple of testimonies before I pray of things that happened. Just today, I watched a leg grow out. In a morning meeting with Chris Kildozier, somebody's leg was shorter than the other one. And I videoed it. And that leg grew out even with the other leg as they prayed with someone that had never prayed for someone to see healing. And their leg grew out. I watched it happen. Hallelujah. They got up and their hip, they've been suffering for seven years, didn't hurt anymore. That happened today. Okay. I've seen crazy radical miracles. Someone in my church came in and uh, as I was closing out a little Bible study, I said, does anybody need prayer for anything? And she goes, oh yeah, I do. I got diagnosed with throat cancer, with thyroid cancer. And she showed us that she had a lump in her neck. And I went, oh, oh. So I went over there and I put my hand on her neck. And as I began to pray, the fire of God came on me and my hand began to sweat. Like her neck and my hand were sweating, like dripping sweat. And I prayed, probably only prayed 30 seconds. So it was just running sweat. And as I prayed, I felt that lump in my hand just disappear. The whole lump itself just dissolved right in my hand. She went back to the doctor a month later and they asked her, why are you in here? All your blood work is fine. I don't understand why you're at the oncologist. And she said, because y'all told me I had cancer. They go, well, your numbers, that must be a mistake. And they pulled up her chart from before and pulled up her new chart. And they go, this, there has to be a mistake. And she's like, no, my pastor prayed for me and the lump disappeared. Hallelujah. She sent me both those reports showing me this one says I have cancer. This one says I'm not. I've seen crazy radical miracles where God have touched people. I've watched spines straighten out. I watched knees be completely and totally restored. I've seen people that were walking on crutches, put the crutches down and walk perfectly normal. After that, people that were scheduled for surgery the next day, God totally and miraculously healed them. God has showed up in major power. In fact, I got a testimony just yesterday from a baby that we've been praying for on this broadcast. Maybe some of you remember me giving a prophetic word a couple of weeks ago. I want to say last Wednesday, maybe, or whatever day that is, I went live for baby Isabella who had the, the, the wound on her leg that I prophesied had a wound on her leg that was causing massive, severe pain. The nerves were all exposed and they couldn't come to church. They actually live in our community. Our son actually knocked on their door and prayed for them. And they were on the broadcast. I prayed for that baby four months. This raw opened wound on this newborn baby for four months now has been causing the baby such pain that it screams bloody murder all night long. Like it cannot function, uh, can't sleep. Like it's, it's all the raw nerve endings are completely exposed. It's like it's going through surgery without anesthesia all day. And because it's in the diaper area, they haven't been able to heal it. 
I prayed over that baby and they told me that what has not healed and just gotten worse over the last four months where the doctors were considering hospitalizing the baby to try to do wound care of some sort. Because of that, we prayed and she sent me a message and said over the last four days, the wound just suddenly closed up and now it's only a little red pencil mark, if that. The wound is gone except for one little mark to show where God has healed them. And they said, hallelujah, praise God. We get to actually come to church now. God can supernaturally touch you, heal you, set you free. Your when, Lord, will you do it could be right now. It could be right this minute. If you believe that, come on, say that's me today. Say, I receive mine right now. I receive what God is about to do in me right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, look, Kayleen's on here right now. Come on, I just shared your testimony to help other people believe that God has done that. Did I share any of that wrong, Kayleen? Did I share any of that wrong or what is what I said exactly what God did? God has healed your, your baby, little baby Isabel's a wound that was four months old that would not heal suddenly in four days, closed up and healed. And now it's just a small mark. You testify, just, tell, just, just uh, comment on there and tell them that's true. That's what God did. And uh, I've never even met you in person. Hallelujah. I just met you on my broadcast. Praise God. But I believe God wants to do it. Not because of anything that I do. Because this is what God does. God loves his children. He wants to heal them and touch them. Do you have faith today? Let your faith increase that you might see his face as I pray. Let your faith increase that God might bring about a supernatural increase over you. The bowls of heaven, the gold bowls of heaven are filled with fire and they're pouring out in the name of Jesus. God is about to fan the flames. He's about to fan the flames in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Kayleen said, that's 100% correct. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I want your faith to increase, just like what Psalms 11 verse 7 says. For the Lord our God is righteous. He loves justice. The righteous will see his face. Come on, let's see his face today as we allow the righteousness of Jesus to live inside of us. Maybe some of you have never accepted Jesus in your heart. You don't have the righteousness of God covering your life because you've never accepted God. Jesus came to pay the cost and the penalty for everything you've ever done wrong. The word of God says this, if you wanna be assured of heaven, maybe some of you say, I'd like to go to heaven. I'd like when I die to know that I'll be in relationship with God. You don't have to be good. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be righteous, but you do have to have a relationship with him who is perfect, him who is good and him who is righteous. And his name is Jesus. Yeshua was the way the Jews said it. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the one that came to forgive your sins. If you are not, if you do not know him, then you cannot have righteousness. You cannot be good enough for God, but you can be in relationship. Your, your kids don't have to be good enough for you to love your kids. They just have to be your kids. The relationship is what makes you fight for them. So if you don't know him today, I want you right now, if you'd say, I want to accept Jesus in my life, I want to come back home. It, maybe you know him, but you've been far from him. You've not been living with him as your God. You, have, you would say that you, what you have been doing has not been proof that Jesus is your Lord. You have not been surrendered to God or you've never made that surrender. But today you say, I want to be in relationship with him. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for faith to increase in this place, but I want to give you a chance to receive his goodness. 
to receive salvation, to receive heaven as your eternal destination, to come into relationship with a loving God who loves you. So right now in the comments, if you've never accepted him or you want to rededicate your life, I want you to type in the comments, yes, Jesus. Just type yes, Jesus in the comments. I'm going to look and we're going to come into relationship. And right now God is going to wash you clean. He's going to make you new. He's going to restore you. The depression is going to leave. The anxiety is going to leave. The fear is going to leave. The enemy, Satan is going to get off your life. The curse of your life, the struggles of your life, you're going to see God begin to move in them right now. You, the peace of God is going to wash over you and you're not going to, you may still have struggles. We all have struggles. Okay. But you're not going to fear them anymore. You're not going to be harassed by them anymore. And you're not going to be depressed by them anymore. Jesus is going to come in and fill you with his love right now. So just type in the comments. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Come on, say it right now. If you want to come into relationship with him again. Yes, Jesus. If you, if you feel like you've been far away and you want God to come close to you and you're going to pray this with me and you're re either rededicating your life or you are making this decision for the very first time, I just want you to type yes, Jesus in the comments so I can pray with you. Thank you. Thank you for your boldness to type yes, Jesus across every platform we're on, Facebook and YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and everywhere else. The yes, Jesuses are beginning to come on. Come on, I come on this broadcast for just one of you, for just the one. Say yes, Jesus today. Yes, Jesus. I want you to consider that yes, Jesus. We're gonna pray for you in just a minute. Hallelujah. Let's pray. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you want to come into relationship, you want your sins forgiven you. If you want to know that God loves you, restores you, and brings you into heaven, you don't have to be a good person that when you close your eyes from this world, you'll open them and be in heaven with him. Then you need to make this prayer with me. Say this with me. Say, Father God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus who died on the cross, was buried, and rose after three days to take power over death, to take power over sin. I confess to you today that I've sinned, that I've made mistakes. Lord, forgive me of every wrong thing I've done. Wash me clean in the blood of the Lamb. Wash me. Put me in right relationship with you, God. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. I surrender to you at this very moment until my last moment. You are my God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you've never felt the power of the Holy Spirit come on you, I want I want to just declare right now, Holy Spirit, just put your hands out. If you receive that, or maybe you've never received the Holy Spirit, just put your hand out to receive this. Just put it up. Okay. I don't have to see it. This is for God, not for me. Hallelujah. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I send the comforter. I send the Holy Spirit on you. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. The baptism of fire come on you. Holy Spirit, fall on them in power and wonder. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare the Holy Spirit is coming upon you and filling you up. Every place that's been emptied by sin, I command right now, Holy Spirit, go in and fill it up. Fill up every dry place in the name of Jesus and spring forth wells of life in the name of Jesus. Baptism of fire, baptism of Holy Spirit, come up 
upon them in the name of Jesus. The fire of God come on you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I think some of you that have never spoken tongues will speak in tongues right now. I just want you to repeat after me. Shanta Rosso Kiana Shiti. Just say that. Rosso Kiana Shanta Rosso. Just just to repeat it after me and then just let it come out of your mouth in the name of Jesus. Rosso Kianta das Shiti di Sikiri. Yonono Kini di Siki. Shandara Kurosso Kiti di Sikiri. Shankarasa Tarakiris. Thank you, Father, for the baptism of Holy Spirit that's coming on people right now. In the name of Jesus, they're receiving a connection to you and the fire of God is coming on them. In the name of Jesus, we just declare breakthrough and victory over them in the name of Jesus. And for the rest of you, come on, just be. Begin to speak it. If you speak that out and something comes out of your mouth, let an utterance come out of you. I want you to type in the comments that something happened. For the rest of you, an increase of faith right now. Just receive it. If you need that increase of faith so that you can see the face of God in your life today, the face of God in your struggle today, the face of God in your workplace today, the face of God in your family struggle today. For you guys that have prodigal sons and daughters that want nothing to do with the Lord, I declare right now you shall see the face of God in that family situation. Prodigals are returning home in the name of Jesus. His glory is invading your house right now. One of you right now, something's going on with your boss. They have targeted you because you are a Christian. They have targeted you. And every time you share your faith, they seem to hate you more and you've been a target and it's caused unrest and unsettling in your workplace and made it stressful. I declare right now, the face of God is about to show up in your workplace as you increase in faith to trust God that he knows the plans and purposes he has for you. So right now in the name of Jesus, I declare an increase of faith over this broadcast over you right now in the name of Jesus. Pour it out, Lord. Pour it out, Lord. More in the name of Jesus. Let him receive it, Father God. The faith of God to drive out depression, to drive out anxiety, to drive out fear. I feel like somebody had a lump in their throat. And as I said, anxiety, it just left you suddenly. It just came up out of you suddenly. In the name of Jesus, depression is broken in the name of Jesus. There's somebody on here right now that you take medication for depression and the Lord says, I'm breaking the stronghold of the enemy off of you in the name of Jesus, that you're actually depressed because a family situation that happened maybe five years ago, three to five years ago, and the Lord came in. And since then, you haven't been able to break the cycle of depression. The Lord's coming in right now to break that cycle once and forever. He's the medication that does not need to be retaken. In the name of Jesus, I declare, I break off depression in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare uh, all addiction to go in the name of Jesus. An increase of faith, Father. Let them see your face. Let them have visions and encounter in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pour it out on top of them. We pour it out on top of them and we just say right now there's supernatural increase over them. Supernatural increase over them in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare your works and your wonder in this place. In the holy name of Jesus, receive it. Over everyone watching live and everyone watching recorded later, we just speak it and release it, the power of God to come on you like you have never experienced. Father, we thank you. We thank you in the name of Jesus. And I believe someone is about to get healed right now. Hallelujah. We believe that someone's about to get healed right now. And guys, if you want to grow as a leader, if you if you really want to just stretch and grow and grow into deep things of God and you want God to use you for greater things, can I recommend a book to you? Breaking the Bastard Spirit by myself and my friend Terry Cuthbertson. It's an amazing book that will level you up in your leadership. If you are a leader, 
or if you are under a leader, or if you serve a leader, you need this book. It will teach you so much about leadership and how to pour it out, how, how to be a son, how to be a, a, a father in the kingdom of God and see God move in your life. It will really bless you. You can grab it on Amazon, Breaking the Bastard Spirit. I just want to say that, and I know that's a shameless plug. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you the shameless plug. But I just want to encourage you guys to grab that. It'll make an amazing book. But can I just say this? I'm going to pray for healing over your bodies real quick before I let you guys go. Uh, we're going to pray for your bodies real quick. But uh, look, I, I never ask for anybody to give an offering to my ministry. I'm a full-time minister. This is what I do. I am a senior pastor of a church. If you feel like you're blessed by my ministry and you want to partner with that and you want to sow into what God is doing here and the good ground that God is sowing into and you feel so led, I don't care if you're just giving a dollar by cash app or PayPal or just on our, our church website. It is tax deductible. It is through our church. Um, if you feel led to give, I just want to stop for one second and pray for you guys that are giving today. Uh, I want to pray a special blessing. The Lord stopped me uh, a while back and said, Ren, at the end, you just give up, put up information if they'd like to give and say, thank you for anyone that does. But these are the people blessing your ministry and you don't even stop and bless them. I want you to bless those that are blessing you in particular. So I want to speak a blessing over you guys that give to my ministry rather than just let you give. I know you will. Do not feel obligated to give. I will always prophesy, equip you guys and pray for healing. You never have to give to my ministry for those things. But if you feel led to help us be able to reach the next person to pay it forward so that I can freely give as I've received, so I can pour into the next person. Okay. If you feel led to help me pay it forward, not for your word, not for your breakthrough, but for the next person's breakthrough. Will you sow into that so that I can keep going with this thing and keep pouring in and keep having time to seek the Lord? I just want to pray over you very quickly. And then I'm going to pray for healing for anyone that has not been healed yet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for those that have said giving tonight on the broadcast. Lord, we just decree and declare a blessing over them. If they sowed in, Lord, I sow into them a blessing. Father, I speak blessing over their life right now, each and every one of them that are that are giving, Father. And I just decree and declare blessing and favor over their life right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak life where death has planted seeds. And I declare right now that only only the seeds of God grow up in their life. We take out every weed and every attack of the enemy. We declare right now the truth and power of God is coming in the way. The truth and the life is preparing the way, is exposing the darkness and defeating death in their life. In the name of Jesus, the way, the truth and the life, every lie is exposed against you. In the name of Jesus, I speak the power and blessing of God over you that are giving tonight. In the name of Jesus, thank you for your faithfulness and thank you for helping me to do what God has called me to do. I could not do it without your support. There's no way to do it without your support. So I thank you. I'll keep doing it as long as I can. And I thank people that have supported me so that I can give it away for free so that I can just pour out what God has poured out on me for free to those. He, freely I receive, freely I give. Amen. So right now, if you need healing in your body, I'm just going to pray for healing very quickly. Put your hands out. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing into your body. Fire of God, come on. You bring healing. Healing right now.
Healing in your body, healing in your body, healing in your body. The fire of God come on you, bring full healing and restoration right now. All pain go, all healing come, injuries leave, the spirit of uh, inflammation leave out of your body, someone's inflammation in their knee. The spirit of infirmity leave right now, someone someone has a pain that's moving in their back. In the name of Jesus, I just declare right now, all infirmity go, all pain go, every spirit of infirmity Hell, death, and the grave has not defeated you, and it has no hold on you. I break every chain and every stronghold and every legal obligation the enemy has against you. Right now, we decree and declare the blood of Jesus over you, the balm of Gilead flowing through you, and you are healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, receive it. Holy Spirit, angels of healing, touch them right now in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it. Right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Right now, receive the healing. Right now, it's coming over you. Check your injury. I want you to check it right now. If all pain was a 10 before I prayed, all pain was a 10 before I prayed, check your injury and see where it's at right now. Hallelujah. Every demon must flee right now in the name of Jesus. Glory. Private message me these testimonies or email me, ren at ffc.church, ren at ffc.church. My name, ren, at my church, ffc.church. Freedom Fellowship Church, ffc.church. Send me an email and let me know how God touched you tonight, how many people got healed on this broadcast. Woo, come on, Jesus. I thank you guys for tuning in and being a part. Thank you for listening to DNA of a Dangerous Church. Be sure to subscribe to the show on charismapodcastnetwork.com or iTunes, Spotify, Google, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow Pastor Ren Shuffman on social media and join our mailing list for exclusive bonus training content at www.ffc.church/dangerous. slash